You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Amidst the release of the Star Wars sequel trilogy films, a new experiment emerged a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But this film was in the works long before Disney's acquisition of Star Wars. I'm Roberto Lewis, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for December 16th. And on this day in 2016, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, premiered in theaters. How did this first entry in the Star Wars anthology film series come into being, and where does it land today? Rogue One fills in how the Rebel Alliance was able to acquire the plans for the Death Star prior to the events of A New Hope. However, the film was originally pitched as part of a TV show. In 2003, visual effects supervisor for the prequel trilogy, John Knoll, pitched the idea for Rogue One as an episode of an unproduced Star Wars TV series called Star Wars Underworld. He developed a draft called Destroyer of Worlds during the production of Revenge of the Sith. After Disney purchased Star Wars, Noel knew he had to pitch the idea or he'd be forever plagued with the question, what if? When it came to casting leads for the film, the deck was stacked in Rogue One's favor. Actresses considered for the lead role of Jin Erso were a veritable varsity team of A-list genre actresses. Orphan Black and She-Hulk star Tatiana Maslany was considered for the role alongside the girl with the dragon tattoo, Rooney Mara. But it would be English actress Felicity Jones that would land the role. Felicity was perhaps better known at the time for literary adaptations, like Northanger Abbey and Brideshead Revisited, not to mention landing her first Academy Award nomination for Best Actress in The Theory of Everything in 2015. However, it's likely that fans of Rogue One recognized Jones for her roles in Doctor Who and The Amazing Spider-Man 2, where she played Felicia Hardy, aka The Black Cat. There are no slouches in the rest of the cast either, with Diego Luna as our male lead, Cassian Andor. More on him later. Rounding out the crew are Riz Ahmed, Donnie Yen, Wen Zhang, Forrest Whitaker, Mads Mikkelsen, and Alan Tudyk. We get a new nemesis in Ben Mendelsohn and a few familiar faces. Jimmy Smits and Genevieve O'Reilly reprise their roles from the prequel trilogy as Bail Organa and Mon Mothma. But perhaps the biggest surprise in the cast are the CGI renderings of Governor Tarkin and Princess Leia. This was the first use of a technique where digitally altered archive footage is superimposed over a model. This would be used in later Star Wars projects. How did Rogue One do at the box office, and where did it land with critics in the ever-fickle Star Wars fandom? More on this in a moment. John Billingsley, Phil Phlox, join dozens of Star Trek celebrities for eight hours of interviews, panels, performances, and general Trek wallow, all in support of the Hollywood Food Coalition, bofoco.org. Check us out, helping people in need for almost 40 years. Trek Talks 2 kicks off 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, January 14, 2023. Stay hep at trektalks.net. Live long and mark your calendars. To say Rogue One was a hit is an understatement. It made back nearly its entire budget during opening weekend. This is impressive considering there was some concern from fans regarding late reshoots for the film. Critics responded positively with an overall critic score of 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Reviews highlight the expansion of Star Wars canon while making new and interesting narrative and aesthetic choices. Rogue One was successful enough to beget a spin-off series, Andor, focusing on Cassian Andor. 
The series premiered in September 2022 on Disney+, and is being hailed as the first Star Wars series that may be considered prestige television. Diego Luna and Genevieve O'Reilly reprise their roles alongside genre greats Stellan Skarsgård and Andy Serkis, among others. Even though there was initial concern from fans about Rogue One, it's proven to be one of the most successful modern Star Wars projects to date. It brings hope that Star Wars fans might one day be a bit more united. And after all, rebellions are built on hope. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for December 16th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Ron Barry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.